Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. As always, it is such an honor to be here with you today. So thank you for tuning into this episode and thank you for all of your love and support on on other episodes and for the podcast. So on today's episode, I want to talk about manifesting money mindset, and also creating your own happiness. So, mm, juicy, juicy topics. How many of you have ever said, I can't afford that? I'll never have that. What if I can't retire? That's not possible. Oh, I wish I could do that. Here's hoping. You know, phrases like that serve to hold us back. They really, really do. And I've been guilty of saying all of these phrases and more. I have been guilty of sitting in victimhood and riding the pity party train. I have been guilty of wanting to manifest things but not being in alignment with them and not doing anything to put myself into alignment and just hoping that life would somehow make things better. That if, if, some, if my life could just be better, if this could just change, if I could just get more into money, if I could just do this or do that, then I could be happy. Pretty sure we've all been guilty of saying these things. But here's the thing. When we are using phrases like this, what we are doing is in fact holding ourselves back. What we are doing is, in fact, manifesting more of that same energy. So if you are in victimhood, no matter how much you want joy, you're going to get more things that keep you in victimhood. Because that's what you're attracting. Now, when it comes to manifesting things, you know, when, when we get clear on what we don't want, then we can also get very clear on what we do want. So knowing what we don't want is actually very useful. And that is, in fact, how our feminine energy works, especially if you are core feminine energy. 
you know, I, I've had this conversation with, uh, with my coach many, many times, but it's when it, whenever, whoever's in their feminine, whenever you're asking somebody who's in their feminine energy, what they want, nine times out of 10, they cannot tell you what they want, but they sure can tell you what they don't want. So for whoever is sitting in their masculine energy at that point in time, it becomes a game of finding out what they do want through like process of elimination. So there's definitely a usefulness to knowing what you don't want because then you can find what you do want. And it's, it's part of life. It, it becomes this, this playful game between the masculine and feminine energy, whether that's within yourself, whether that is within relationships and business partnerships and the world and friendships, whatever it is. There's always going to be this play of the masculine and feminine. Now, here's the thing, though, is if you only focus on what you don't want, and that's where you stay focused, and that's where you can get caught up. So the play of the masculine and feminine is you need to, you do need to know what you don't want in order to know what you do want. And you can get clarity that way. But then through that clarity, you need to focus on what you do want. Because if you continue to focus on what you don't want, energetically to the universe, you are saying, hey, universe, I want more of this thing I'm focusing on, which is what I don't want but I'm focusing on it. So I want more of that. Okay. Bring me more. That, that's how our energy works. Our energy doesn't work in nuances in the way that we may think it does. So no, don't get me wrong. There are many, many nuances in energy, but when it comes to manifesting in, and living your life at a certain vibrational level, there's no nuance. You are going to attract whatever you are focusing on. You are going to attract whatever energy you are living in. And, and here's the other thing is that people get tripped up on is they may, they may be focusing on what they do want. So for example, you want to manifest a new home. You want to, you want a new, a new place to live because your current house or apartment that you're living in doesn't feel good. It's maybe it's outdated. Maybe it's falling apart. So whatever it is, something about it's not making you happy. So you really want to live somewhere where you're going to feel good. But where you can get tripped up is when you focus on what you want, but you're focusing on the lack of it. Oh, I wish I had this. It'd be, my life would be so much better if I was living in this new place. My life would be like, I would be so much happier if I was living in this new place. What you're actually focusing on is not the potential joy of the new place and the joy of the journey. You're focusing on the lack of it. Because you are saying in this moment that you can't be joyful, you can't be happy. 
you can only be upset and miserable and focused on what you don't have. Even though consciously you're focusing on what you want, your energy's not. So you're going to attract more of that same energy. So you, you're only going to maybe find places that are similar to your current living situation that are maybe they look promising, but oh, they're a letdown because they have the same issues or maybe they're worse. So your energy and the frequency that you live your life at speaks volumes. Now, you know, when it comes to manifesting, there's different trains of thoughts. And I believe that all of these different avenues of manifesting have their time and their place. And some of it resonates for some people and some of it resonates for others. And whatever resonates for you, that's what you should lean into. So I know some people who do manifestation work and they are very detailed, very detailed. So I mean, they, like, if they want to manifest a new house, they put everything into it, like the type of countertops they want and the exact square footage and like the, the de- the detail in which they write it out is incredible. And there's nothing wrong with that. And then they, maybe they do rituals around it. And there's, there's so many different ways to do these manifesting things. But not all, of, not all of it aligns with everyone. So if you are, if you're trying to manifest something and it doesn't feel good to you to get that detailed and it just makes it feel more and more impossible for you, then I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it in that way. If doing, if you feel like you have to do all of these rituals Um, in order to manifest something, but it doesn't feel aligned for you, I wouldn't do it. You know, myself personally, I mean, I have, I have rituals that I do and I've done, I've done very detailed ways of manifesting and I've done more broad ways of manifesting. And for me, I'm not a, I'm not a super detailed person because for me, when I look at manifesting, if I get too detailed, especially for things that my conscious brain cannot fully comprehend me having at this point in time, I get tripped up on the how it's going to happen. And then my ego starts coming in and saying, well, how are you ever going to, for example, live in Whistler? which is in BC, like provinces away. How are you ever going to actually afford that? And like, how would you get that land? All the land's probably bought already. And it's just doesn't make sense. And then my, so my ego starts coming in and, and kind of taking away all of, all of the kind of the dreams in a way. So there are some things that I can get somewhat specific on. But for the most part, I focus on feeling. And that's how I manifest. I focus on feeling. And 
the reason, another reason why I personally don't like to focus on very specific manifesting is because I might get something better. I might get something slightly different. And what my human brain thinks I want might not actually be what my soul wants. They might be similar, but for me, and this is, again, this is my belief. And if this doesn't align for you, that's totally okay. You do what aligns for you. But for me, my belief is that I might close myself off from opportunity if I get too specific. So, you know, a good example, I've, I've manifested quite a lot. I mean, I've, ma- I've manifested money. I have manifested the home we're currently living in, um, new vehicles. And everything that I have manifested has been so close to what I wanted, but been slightly different. So, but here's the thing, but the feeling, the feeling that I had when I was thinking about, when I was writing down these manifestation lists, the feeling that I had is the feeling I got. It's just that on a physical level, they looked slightly different. And I still trust and know that things will change. And so a good example is I wanted to, when we were, when we were looking for a home, I had done manifestation practices around writing out the kind of home that I wanted. And the, so the number of bedrooms, the square footage, location, feelings, like all of those kind of things. And I got most of it on a physical level. House is slightly smaller than what my manifestation was. Obviously, it's not in BC because I'm still in Manitoba. But I got, I would say like 90% of what I wanted to manifest. But I got 100% of the feelings. So how I wanted to feel being in in our new home that we wanted to manifest, 100% of the feelings are there. And sitting in my home, even though maybe at this point in time, it's not in BC. And at this point in time, I don't have that extra couple hundred square feet that I wanted, but I'm only like 200 square feet off. Um, So it wasn't exact but it was exactly what I needed at this point in time. And I know that as I grow and my soul grows more, I will manifest different things. So this is why for me, I don't want to get stuck in two specific things. Because if I had gotten stuck in the two specific, I would have said, okay, well, the house is still in Manitoba. It's Okay, it's only 1,475 square feet instead of like 1,800 square feet. It doesn't have an attached garage. It's a detached garage and the yard's slightly smaller than what I would have wanted. Or like I could have, I could have looked at all these things and instead of feeling the immense joy and gratitude and love that I feel for my home... 
I could have sat there and said, well, I got this, but it wasn't like it didn't meet all of my manifestations. So I failed. I guess I'm undeserving or I, I failed or it's never going to come true or whatever, whatever my ego wanted to put in there. I could have looked at this and said, well, it's not enough, but it is, it is enough. And it's enough for what my soul needs at this point in time. And it doesn't mean that what's on that manifestation list won't come to fruition. But it also doesn't mean it will because by the time, by the time we're potentially ready to move again or, or do whatever it is we're going to do, that, might, that whole version of that manifestation might not even make sense. But for me at this point in time, for myself and Jordan and our family, this home is exactly what we needed. And it fulfilled all of the feelings. But if I had allowed myself to get stuck on the details, I would not be sitting in gratitude right now. I would not come into my home and just ah, feel this overwhelming sense of love. You know, same goes with a vehicle. I would, the, the vehicle that I have versus the vehicle I, that was on my manifestation list is different. It's not the same brand. It's black leather instead of brown interior leather. The outside's black versus the outside being white. And again, I could get stuck on the, those nitty-gritty nitty details and say, oh, well, it's not enough. But it hits every single box I want. And the feeling it gives me is amazing. It's comfortable. It is sleek. It is like it has this all-leather interior and this beautiful, huge moonroof. Like the one that goes across the entire top of the vehicle. It has a heated steering wheel. Hello. Best thing ever in Manitoba. So I could, I could look at, oh, well, it's not white. It doesn't have the brown leather in interior. It's not the vehicle that I wanted. But instead, I'm looking at all of the things that it gives me. And yeah, some things are slightly different. But again, it's what serves my soul at this point in time. And I can, every time I drive it, I can feel such love and gratitude. I can appreciate it. I can revel in the, the beauty of it and just, just everything that it provides for me instead of focusing on what it's not. So sometimes when we try to do manifesting exercises, we get tripped up on the details. And if you feel like you get tripped up on those details and it doesn't align for you to do that, and it feels like it makes manifesting, I don't know, impossible or unrealistic or whatever comes up for you, do it differently. Focus on the feelings. When you allow yourself to focus on the feelings, 
it doesn't matter what ends up coming through because what ends up coming through when you focus on, on the feelings, the love, the joy, the gratitude, the way like your furniture might fit or whatever it is, the way you might be able to put yourself into your home, your energy into it, then you get what you need at that point in time. And remember that our soul is always growing. Our soul is always growing. So we don't need to think that we're, we manifest something and then we're done and we're stuck with it the rest of our life. But you need to allow yourself to have the gratitude, to enjoy the journey. And remember that just because you didn't get exactly what you wanted doesn't mean that it's not right for you. Your soul will provide you what you need. And sometimes what, again, what our conscious mind thinks we need versus what we actually need are two different things. They may be similar, but they might, they might be different. But you have to be willing to follow your soul. You know, again, going back to the car example, when, when Jordan and I were, were purchasing this vehicle, so what I, what I wanted was a, ideally, I would have loved to have like a white brown, a white super, super Forester with brown leather interior. And we had a budget at this point in time and, um, it just, that would have been out of our budget. So then we were looking at a lower model, which wouldn't have had leather, which would have just been a base model, but still would have been Forrester. And then we looked at another, we were like, okay, well, this just doesn't feel good. So we're going to look at another vehicle brand. So we looked at Nissan Rogues and had the, the white exterior, but I think it was a black leather interior and, but it didn't have like, it had a lot of things, but it didn't have, um, the, the speedometer, the speedometer that has like the, the digital one. I like that. So it only had a regular speedometer and there's a couple other things it didn't have, but we were going to go with that. And then, and then we were sitting at home and I was like, you know what, let's just go check out Hyundai. Let's just see. And he was like, all right, well, we'll go see. And we were already we we had the dealer plates on the on the white Nissan and pulled into the parking lot and it was funny because everybody was like, Oh, that's such a boss move. <laughs> it's not not specifically what we were planning. We just decided to go take a look before we signed the papers. We ended up falling in falling in love with a Hyundai, ended up getting it in black, and it ended up ticking almost every single box. The only thing that I wish it had, but I don't, I don't care about at this point in time is adaptive cruise control. Only thing. But again, it's not a big deal because on every other level, it, fill, it fits every single box and it makes us feel good. And it's amazing for road trips and our dogs fit in the back and it makes me feel really good when I get to drive it and all of these things. But had I not followed the, the tips of my soul, we would have had something that would have been fine, but it wouldn't have been right. It wouldn't have been what we fully wanted. We would have been settling. And instead, 
even though it's not what was on my manifestation list specifically, we didn't settle and it felt good and, and exciting and we still love it. And we're going to love it for years to come. So you have to allow yourself to follow the, the little niggles of your soul. And, you know, even with the house we purchased, want to know something? We saw this house as a joke. <laughs> we literally did. And what we, what's so funny is it's on a, so in Winnipeg, it's not a busy street, but it's a busier street. It's a corner lot. Two things that I 100% said didn't want. But other than that, checked all the boxes. And we had time in between another appointment on the other side of town. So we're like, yeah, you know what? Let's just, um, let's see it. So we went in with our realtor pretty much as a joke to see this house. Well, joke was on us because we fell in love with it. And <laughs> I was, I remember standing in Jordan's parents' kitchen after we saw this house and we ended up seeing it twice in one day. And we hadn't said, we hadn't told our realtor that we were going to put in an offer yet. And I'm standing in his kitchen and they're like, well, do you like the house? And we were like, yeah. And they're like, what's wrong with it? And I burst into tears and I was like, nothing is perfect. <laughs> um, and they were, so they probably thought I was absolutely insane, but I'm standing, I literally was standing in there crying, they're in their kitchen crying because the house was perfect. The only thing I didn't like was the fact that it was on a corner and it was on a busier street, but again, still not super busy. And it had like, it has bushes in the front. So it actually makes it very private, it has a huge fence in the back makes it very private and it was like the energy in our house is amazing i love it but i was still nervous and but our souls said go see this house because we could have easily said oh that's a waste of time i won't even consider looking at it but so there was something about it and we were just like yeah let's go see it may as well but our souls guided us to this to this house and then the energy in it was like, yes, this, this is it. This, this is the house for you. And I still didn't want to trust it. But then I, I, I was saying on the way home, I was driving with Jordan and we were driving back to our, our house that we were renting. And I was like, all right, universe, just give me signs. Just, just give me signs. Like if this is right, just this is where I seriously need your help. Just give me signs. Cause it already felt right but you could see my fear was coming up since I was standing in the kitchen crying, being like, it's perfect. Um, and as we were driving home, I see, and sevens, sevens for me are usually my, my number that signifies huge change that I saw like triple eights and triple nines and then triple sevens and more triple sevens. And then I saw like five sevens in a row and I was like, all right, all right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you universe. We're doing it. And we ended up, we, we didn't get into a bidding war. There was like, even though somebody came in literally at like 1130 at night with a, another offer that was higher than ours, 
um, they went with our offer, which was a lower, lower price point than the other person, but we were flexible with possession. That's what did it. And it was meant to be and everything, everything went smoothly. So this beautiful home hit almost every single box that I wanted. It was just slightly different than what was on my manifestation board. But the feeling was the most important part. And now we sit loving our home every single day. But again, we had to still follow the nudges and and actions that our soul was taking us that our souls were taking us on. We had to be willing to see the house. We had to be willing to take the risk and say yes to putting in an offer. Had we not listened, then we wouldn't have received it. So no matter what you are doing, manifestation also takes aligned action. It does. You, you have to have aligned action. You cannot just say, hey, universe, I want this. Okay, I'll wait. Bring it to me. Because your energy, you, if you are just sitting back and waiting for things to come to you, again, what you're telling the universe is that I'll wait. And I'll wait. And I'll wait. And the universe is like, yep. Okay, you're going to wait for it. Cool. You're going to wait and wait and wait and wait. But as soon as you start taking aligned action, and aligned action is not forceful. It's just following the call of your soul. If you want to have a, for example, if you want to have a successful coaching business, you can't just sit there and hope clients come to you. You have to reach out. You have to build relationships. You have to follow the call of your soul. You have to read certain books. You have to find certain teachers. You have to be put in, willing to put in the effort. And whether it's for business or for finding a home or for finding a car or for receiving more money in your life, whatever it is, or even getting a trip, whatever it is, whatever, whatever it is, you have to be willing to put in the action because by putting in the action your energy is saying to the universe okay universe yes i want this i'm trusting it's going to happen in divine timing and i'm also willing to work with you to work towards this so we can co-create this so manifesting you know if it if it doesn't feel good to you let go of the rituals. If it doesn't feel good to you to be super specific, let that go. Focus on the feelings. Take the aligned action. Trust that these things will come. And if, even if you do like writing things down, trust that it's going to be this or better and that the universe will provide what your soul is meant to have in this space and time. along with your aligned action.
everything that we do to move our soul growth forward puts us further into alignment with what we want. And, you know, our words, our energy, they make a difference. They really do. So like I said at the very beginning, like I used to sit in victimhood all the time. And when I sat in victimhood or I focused on what I didn't have, I got more of the same. But when I started changing me, when I started actively changing my energy, changing the words I used, the phrases I used, change how I approach things, my life started changing. And you know, one of my favorite, absolute favorite thought reframes, especially when it comes to money mindset, is instead of saying, I can't afford that, and say I'm consciously putting my money elsewhere. Here's the thing. If you really want something, you'll find a way to afford it. Even when you are in dire straits. And you are, there's always going to be money coming into your life. In some way or another. And you get to choose how you use it. You know, there, there was a time when my entire military paycheck went to paying off debt, where we were dependent on food banks. We had, like, we had to ask for help a lot. Life was hard. But although we, and back then I used to say more often I couldn't afford something. But once I had the reframe that I'm consciously choosing to put my money elsewhere, that was a game changer for me because I looked at it and I was like, well, I mean, if I wanted a new car, I could afford it. I just might not pay rent. If I want to go get fancy purses or I wanted to take a trip, I could afford it. I just might not pay rent, might not pay debt. The actions might have consequences, but I can afford it. So using different phrases, like I'm consciously putting my money elsewhere, gives you your power back. Because when you say I can't afford something, you're giving your power away. You're saying I have no power whatsoever. And I'm not, you're also saying I'm not willing to invest anything into myself. When you say, I'm consciously choosing to put my money elsewhere, you're saying that, one, I can afford it. I have enough money to do the things I want. I can do these opportunities or do this or do that. But at this point in time, I'm just consciously choosing to put my money elsewhere. And the more that you shift that, it actually ends up bringing more money up into your life, more opportunity into your life. 
no matter what level of hardship you're in. And believe me, I've, I've been there. I've been in the thick of it. I've been in a place where I almost ended up homeless. So I, I've been there. But once you start changing your mindset, things start shifting because you start attracting different things. I shifted from a place of lack and that victimhood to feeling empowered, to feeling abundant, even though nothing in my financial situation had at that point changed. But once I was able to shift into that place of gratitude, seeing what I did have, the opportunities I had, the, the safety I had, the, the beauty I had in my life, all of that beautiful abundance, I was able to start bringing in more. I had more opportunities. I got better jobs. I learned different things. I felt good. And it really did shift my life. But I had to, I had to bring myself out of those narratives where I was holding myself back. So a big thing is, is shifting how you think. If you are always thinking that your life is not enough and you'll be happier when, let me be very straight with you. You're never going to attain that happiness. I'll be happier when means I'm, I'm not going to be happy because you're just going to attract more and more of that same energy. You have to get happy in order to attract the things you want. You have to feel joy in order to attract the things you want. You have to feel abundant in order to attract the things you want. And that means shifting your mindset. That means shifting the way you think about things. So allow yourself to shift. And how you do that? You listen to podcasts like these. You listen to YouTube videos by Abraham Hicks, which is, she's all about manifesting and, and things like that. And that's how I did it. I listened to podcast after podcast. I listened to speakers. I read books. I listened to Abraham Hicks, which is all about the law of attraction. I had to immerse myself into a different world in order to shift. And then once those things started shifting, then I was able to start working with coaches. I was able to start working with healers, which then accelerated and shifted everything more. You know, a couple of years ago, Jordan used to, Jordan used to say to me, it's probably going to be like 10 years before we can ever afford a house. It was only a couple of years ago. We have a house. In, in his view, he never thought we'd ever get here because of how, how much debt we had, how much struggle we had. But Although he didn't do it at the same level I did, we started shifting our mindsets and it started changing things. 
But if we hadn't done that work, we wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be here today talking to you because I'd still, I still wouldn't be coaching. I'd still be sitting in fear. I'd still be sitting in this belief that I'm not enough. The imposter syndrome. I'd be sitting in all that. But instead, I shifted how I thought. And that snowballed into so many different things, so many different things that I've learned, that I have received, so many different people that I've worked with, both for myself and to help them. So you, if you want to change your life, if you want to have more money in your life, you want to have more joy in your life, more love in your life, the first thing that you have to shift is you. You have to feel it in order to receive it. If you can't feel it, you're never going to receive it because you are, you are tuning to a radio frequency. So right now, if you're, if you're living your life in victimhood and lack and negativity and drama and all of these things, you're tuned into like, 6.80 a.m. and you're listening to the life is hard and woe is me station and to tuning in to another episode of why my life sucks on 6.80 a.m. And then, so you're tuning into that station because you're sitting in victimhood. You're not doing anything to shift the way you think. But everything that you want the new opportunities, the new jobs, the career, the maybe the becoming an entrepreneur, the relationships in your life, the trips, the connection, the love, the just overwhelming joy. That is over on 104 FM. So in order for you to shift from my life sucks station into 104 FM, which is playing, hey, everyone, you're tuning into 104 FM where life is great and everything is amazing and you're going to get everything you want and we're going to get you into alignment with your soul. And here's today's first episode up with guest speaker, Bob Soul. And Bob Soul, he's got lots of messages for you because he's one of your spirit guides. Boom. So you cannot listen to 104 FM and get all of the beautiful knowledge and all of the beautiful gifts and con- free contests and everything that's going on at 104FM, if you're listening to 680AM, you got to tune your dial. And you have to, in order to tune your dial, you got to tune yourself, which is tuning your thoughts, tuning your feelings. So you have to allow yourself to do the work. You have to allow yourself to become obsessed with immersing yourself into a different world. It has to become part of you, your, your passion. It, it really does almost become an obsession sometimes because when you are starting to change the way you think, when you are starting to change the way you feel, those first like glimpses into that, you, that you'll get into how life can be different, that's where it sparks you. And then you create practices out of it. 
because you want more, you want more, you want more. And life is about getting more and experiencing more, filling yourself up. You get, and, it's, and the thing is you get to choose, what are you filling yourself up with? Are you filling yourself up with, with lack and what was me, victimhood, drama? Or are you filling yourself up with love, joy, gratitude, abundance, opportunity, all of these things? You get to choose. But how you get there, again, you have to use the tools at your disposal. Podcasts, books, healers, coaches, YouTube videos. You need to immerse yourself in the light. You need to immerse yourself in that love. And you have to train yourself and be willing to train yourself to act and live in that vibration. And and let me tell you, it is work. It is work. For me to pull myself out of victimhood, I mean, I, I am not lying. I have listened to hundreds of hours of podcasts, of videos from Abraham Hicks about the law of attraction. I have read, oh, I don't even know, probably at least 50 books on different topics. I have spent probably at least a hundred, well, actually more, a few hundred hours at least studying with teachers and healers. It takes work and the work never ends. And you know, when I was first starting, my victim mentality, that mindset, my self-talk was horrible. It was horrible. Not only would I beat myself up, but I would judge others because I was so uncomfortable with myself and my own life. I was angry all the time. My road rage was horrible. Now I rarely get road ragey. I just go along and I'm comfortable and I'm doing what I'm doing. I mean, every so often still pops up, but for me, it used to be like every day, every day I'd have road rage and I'd be like, and, and Believe me, I, when I get going, I can actually swear like an actual sailor. Um, it horrified my grandmother when I got off basic training. So, I mean, I can get going. But I used to live in that kind of energy all the time. And I had to, as I was driving to work, as I drove to appointments, as I, as I went anywhere, as I cleaned my house, I would be listening to things. And I would be questioning myself. You know, I used to judge other people for the way they looked because I was so uncomfortable with my own body. And I used to have to stop myself and say, hey, wait a minute. Why are you judging that person? Stop judging that person. Find something about that person that if you were to walk up to them, you could compliment them. Whether it's you have a nice smile. I love your shirt today. I... Hope you are, you're, a, you're an amazing person. I hope you have an amazing day. I had to literally, whether it was against myself or against others, stop myself in my tracks and be like, hey, 
no, no judging, no negative thoughts. How can we reframe this? Oh, I'm feeling like an imposter right now, like I'm not good enough. Okay, well, how can I reframe this in this moment? Okay, well, why am I feeling this way? Well, I'm feeling this way because other people have been doing this longer than me. Okay, well, that's okay. I don't, I'm not helping the same people they are. I have a lot of life experience. I've, I've done a lot of learning. I can start sharing what I'm learning in the world and that will help people. You know, I'm, I'm getting trained in certain things. Whatever you have to do to, tell, to rewrite what you are saying to yourself or about others in that moment, you do it. But you have to actually do it. And if you are consciously not at the place where you can do that yet, then as soon as you notice those thoughts, you put on something positive. Whether it's a podcast, whether it is like an Abraham Hicks YouTube video, I highly, highly recommend them. You put on something that's going to get you out of whatever thought energy you are in. That's going to shift your energy in the moment. And that, that goes to when you are feeling mad or upset and you are getting into the blame and shame and you're like, you mother effer, you cut me off in traffic and blah, 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 blah. I hope you go die in a hole. That was one of my, that was one of my favorite um, sayings, except that it was a lot more colorful. If you're in that energy, you shift it. You stop what you're doing and you shift it. All it takes is a few minutes of listening to something different. But you can't shift it unless you are willing to actually stop what you are doing and get your head in a different energy. So if Again, if you are not in a place where you can consciously in that moment rewrite your thoughts, then you put on something that will shift what you are thinking and feeling. And this is, this is really why Abraham Hicks is one of the, my favorite people to listen to, especially on YouTube. Unfortunately, there's no podcasts or anything, but it's just audio anyway. Um, but it's my favorite to listen to on YouTube because... It just allows you to so quickly shift your energy and it's easy to listen to. And there's five minute ones, there's 10 minute ones. I mean, you can listen to it for an hour because it's stream of consciousness speaking. But it allows you to shift out of whatever you are currently in. And the more that you do that, the more you can then Use what you're hearing to then shift your own internal, internal narrative by yourself. You have all the power in the world. You have all the power in the world to create the life you want, to feel the way you want, to have gratitude, to live the way that you want to live. And some, some manifestations and some changes, they happen very quickly. Some happen a little bit slower. 
Some honestly don't happen at all, but that's because you, your conscious mind might be saying, I want this, but your soul might be saying, there's something better for you here. But you have all the power to live the way you want, but you have to be willing to actually change. You have to be willing to actually explore the different ways that you can be and show up. If you stay where you are and you don't make changes and you don't want to grow, you are never going to have the life you want. But if you are willing to grow, if you are willing to shift your mindset, if you are willing to live in alignment with your soul, if you are willing to do the deep work around healing, you will have the life you want. And remember that you are not meant to do this alone. There are absolutely parts of your journey that you're going to do alone. But there comes a time when you need to get help. When you need to invest in yourself in order to make those accelerated changes, in order for you to be shown your blind spots. Because at some point along this journey, you're going to hit a wall where you're not going to be able to grow any further because there is something that you cannot see by yourself and that's where you need help. And if you're at that point, or even if you're before that point, you're just like, hey, I just want to skip to... Like I want to accelerate this and skip and skip some steps and get help sooner. Do that. That's amazing. You can book a theta healing with me. You can ask me about coaching. You can get help. And I'm so here for that. I'm so here for all of your journey and all of you. So do what you need to do to live your best life get help, definitely book a Theta Healing with me. Link is on my, you can access it through my website or link in my bio on Instagram or Facebook. And yeah, let's do this because you deserve to start actually having the life that you want now versus always waiting for it and it never having come. All right, guys, I love you. I can't wait to hear from you in my DMs or in my email and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me today on the soul service podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.